0: Good morning, Broward County. Thank you for being with us on our monthly podcast. My name is Jason Smith. I am blessed to be the local president of Local 4321. And today I've got a very special guest with me. This is Don from the Four Paul Foundation. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for inviting us. Absolutely. So, Don, um, I know a lot about you. I know a lot of different states, and people definitely know a lot about you. But let's just go through the formality. Tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um so the Fort paul foundation was started in 2017 after the line of duty death of my husband um paramedic paul besaw he was killed um, by a drunk driver up in jupiter florida after we um, we went through that tragedy, we knew that no other family should go through the same tragedy that we did um, and at least have guidance and help along the way. And, you know, in that process, we realized that there was a lot of needs that needed to be met um, for first responders and for EMS and for other, you know, gosh, just EMS, dispatch, fire, you name it. And we just... Tried to fill the gap. Um, There was a movie years ago called Robots. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was um, Robin Williams was a voice. It was a really, really cute movie. And it was one of Paul's favorite movies. And the line in it was, see a need, fill a need. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, We do, you know, a lot of stuff with you guys whenever, you know, you need some some morale support we uh we try to go to some of the fire stations that are a little less loved um, and give them some lunches i know we're doing the airport um, fire station that doesn't get a lot of community support so we're going to bring them some lunch and some thank yous we uh you know engage the the children in the community writing thank you cards to send to first responders all over we did that with surfside um we've also worked with um with state rep uh, robin bartleman on working on some legislation for first responders to try to make, you know, lives easier and uh, things better.
0: So, so Don, you hit on something. So when this got established, your husband and I've ran into plenty of people that he just absolutely um, spoke life and direction into their current being. And uh, many now in fire rescue, many doing teaching and doing all types of stuff. Um, I know he's very special. My question to you is what did you experience, how was the process where you said, you know what, this is no good. There needs to be a change. There needs to be a bridge agent in between when tragedy strikes and, and when the family gets notified and then beyond when, when everyone else is gone, when everyone thinks it's over, it's not over. Give me a little bit about that insight.
1: So um, as you know, Paul was private ambulance, so it's a lot different than, um, you know, union. You don't have as much support as you guys, you know, have. Um, when he was killed, it's still somewhat of a family, but there's not a lot of protocols in place. I actually found out Paul was killed on Facebook. Um, I did not get an officer at the door. I did not get a representative from the company. I got a 7 o'clock in the morning scrolling through my phone saying, um, just called paul was like hey hurry up don't take a late call get your butt home you have to do like you know stuff with uh allison today it's our daughter um you guys have the daddy daughter dance coming up and you know just get home you got to do that recital and i hung up the phone scrolling through facebook and all of a sudden it was like r.i.p paul what happened oh my goodness and then i look up and channel six has got his ambulance on the side and i was like Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? So I I called everyone that I knew, and then I finally got on the phone with his work. I drove all the way up to Lake Worth to the headquarters to try to find out what was going on. So that right there, um, just to like stop at that point, we have worked with Victims Advocate Services. Um, I actually did a video for police training for line-of-duty deaths. Um, Well, not just for line-of-duty deaths, but for victim notifications. Um, So we've worked in that aspect with the Victim Advocate Office to retrain um, police forces to do um, death notifications because nobody should ever find out that their loved one was killed on Facebook or on the news. Um, Then, you know, you have so many people after the death, you know, after you find out about it, you have so many people in so many directions that it's like, okay, we have to do this processional. We have to do this. We have to, you know, you have to be here for this. You have to be in the ambulance. You have to drive down the road when they take his body to the, you know, to um, the the funeral home you have to be here you have to do that we're going to do this processional and you have all these people pulling you and telling you what you have to do and you're just like i need a minute like my husband just died like i need to figure out what i'm doing i don't i don't have to like you know be told where to go and what to do i just i just want to sit in my room and lock my door but you know you can't do that because there's you know a show that goes with a line of duty to death. Sure. Um, So, you know, that's kind of, we want to be there for families that are going through that because we want to be an ear. We want to be someone to talk to, someone that knows that what they're going through. And also, you know, maybe be a bridge between them and the company or, you know, the department that they're with and just say, hey, listen, you know what? Not today. Like, let's give her two hours. Let's do two hours or what can I help you with? And that's kind of where we've, we've done that in a couple of other, um in other states we've like jumped in and been able to like help between the family and also the um, the department and just kind of been a been a person there for them um and then after the fact when everybody leaves because everyone tells you if you need anything just call us we'll be there for you we're gonna you know we got it from here brother we got it from here you know and and some of them really do some of them are amazing some of them really do and some of them most of them go away So you know, six months or a year after if it comes Christmas time and it's like time to hang Christmas lights, you're in your garage and it's like, I want to hang the Christmas lights, but you have, you know, I have Allison who loves Christmas, who loves decorating Christmas. So, you know, luckily I called a friend, they came over, they helped me hang the Christmas lights. So that's something that we do as well. You know, we just sort of sent out a memo um, right around Christmas time to line of duty desk. We're doing that this year and saying, hey, if you need some help, let us know if it's something simple as Christmas lights, if it's dinner, if it's toys, whatever it is, we want to be there for you. Um, And it's not just Christmas. So that's kind of where we we fill the gap. Once we learn of a line of duty death, we reach out to the department, we reach out to the company, and we just tell them who we are, um, tell them what we can do. We tried to get a contact with the family. Um, if we can't, we write a letter first, um, as soon as it happens, then we wait a month, write another letter just to tell them who we are, because you're so inundated with everything you don't sure, know. Sure. Um, and then six months in a year, we still like, you know, just write a letter and just say, hey, we're here. And we've had people a year, a year and a half out that call us up and they're like, hey, we've been meaning to call you. It's just busy. But do you think you can help us with Susie's dance lessons? And, you know, the money run out and um, my daughter danced and I really don't want to take that away from her. Can you help us? We can. We can do that. Um, you know, we can help with baseball. We can help with dance. We can help with all of that stuff. So
0: yeah, you your organization has been pretty amazing. I've uh, I've been pretty afforded uh, to see the the outreach that you all did for our organization during the pandemic. Uh, just reaching out, making certain that um, you know the calls were coming in. The men and women were responding. They were going back to their their families. They were being uh, just you know responding and tons of things happening and your organization was sort of thinking about us and that was interesting you know it was different right. um but what i want to do is i want to take a quick moment i want to take a break i want to talk about some of the sponsors i want you guys to see some of our sponsors that are out there and uh when we come back i want to talk a little bit about you hit on it, it was community and i want to hit on what your organization is doing in broward county and afar. All right. So if you will see some of our sponsors. Welcome back. I'm here with Dom from the Four Paul Foundation. It's great to have you. Um, a lot of things going on, a lot of needs throughout the country, which you definitely are affecting, not just the state of Florida or the city that you reside in. You are, you're everywhere. Let's talk about the community. You hit on that. What are you doing at the community? Because you're there for the line of duty devastation piece that, that's, that, that is absolutely uh, Something that I think your organization has carved in and and becomes that bridge agent for. But then you turned a page in a different chapter to add to the robustness of the organization. Tell me a little bit about it. So one of the things
1: that um, Paul was really big on is Paul was really big on education. Um, Paul became an EMT the moment he turned 18. I mean, he knew that that's what he wanted to do, and he, um, you know, he had to work real hard to pay for his EMT school. Um, and then he decided that he wanted to be a paramedic. And then when he passed away, he was working on his nursing degree. Um, and those are all things that he worked full time to get to. So he didn't have a lot of like a lot of support, a lot of handouts. And then we found out in the community that there's really not a lot of um, scholarships or support if you want to be a firefighter, a first responder, an EMT, Mm -hmm. a paramedic. There's no scholarships because people don't look at that as like, you know, a degree. It's just kind of, you know, it's like going to be almost like a trade sure. Not a lot of scholarships out there um so that's when we were so lucky to partner with you guys with uh 4321 i called you up i told you our idea and we were able to do this year four fifteen hundred 1500 scholarships oh that's awesome um for high school seniors that want to become first responders we have um rebecca brian um justin and um taylor who are all currently at school right now. I know um, some are at Barrie, some are at um, Broward College, and they're all in going to be paramedics, firefighters, and they're so excited. And we were able to like start them on their way with $1,500. That's
0: amazing. That's amazing. So it's real important that uh, we highlight what you said. There there was not and there truly is not a lot of doors that can be opened for families yeah. as you know, times are tough. The pandemic shut down the country. And now the need of first responders didn't stop. And uh, and to get into school and to get that education, you know, it's expensive. And your organization absolutely was a bridge agent to affect four new lives. And what I think yeah. is really neat is there's one gentleman and three young ladies that now are on their way. And you and your husband's legacies can continue in them. Yeah.
1: I mean that's all i really wanted to do because he was you know he was the guy that people called at three o'clock in the morning that were like hey i got a patient in the back of the truck he's circling the drain what am i supposed to do and i knew that we needed more people out there and we needed them to know that people cared about them so that way they can continue the legacy because paul gave that to all of the people that he trained. And I know one of the guys I, I met, I had, um, you know, we just partnered with Miss USA, with the the um, Florida USA organization. We have all of the delegates that are willing to help you guys in anything you need to do. I know you have a toy drive coming up. Absolutely, help yeah. Um, so we had a couple of the guys from 4321 come over to the the white hot party that they had. Okay. And one of the guys was like, Bisa, what does this have to do with Paul Bisa? And I'm like, well, this is the for Paul Foundation. He's like, he trained me. And so that reach, just there's really everywhere you go. And, you know, I think you were somewhere the other day, like a medical examiner's office. And yes. you're like, hey, someone knew Paul. And it's just, I just need that to continue on. And that way he continues on. And that way it builds our EMS community and our fire community. And it builds, you know, that family. Yeah. And it's just all about being there for each other. And these four of our first scholarship guys and girls are like, we're gonna come back. If anybody, you know, any of the high school kids wanna to talk to us, we're gonna be there for them. We're gonna tell them what they need. So, you know, it's kinda continues as legacy and it builds a bigger community for us and a stronger community. It absolutely. Because you have does. everyone there.
0: It absolutely does. Uh, there are so many neat things that your organization does. So, what I want uh, to do is let's go ahead and watch this video about your organization. So that video definitely, I don't think, does justice also to just some of the extras that are behind the scenes. So tell me about this. You've you've found a need. You feel the need. And I think you're doing something very neat. You've decided to transfer your knowledge and your ability into an educational route what is that talk to me a little bit about that
1: so after um you know after i lost paul we tried real hard to find um counseling um and it's a special niche that a lot of people don't know counselors can talk about death they can talk about losing a loved one but a lot of them haven't haven't been there they haven't lost their husband and especially they haven't lost someone so publicly like you know we did and um so I knew that, again, you have to see a name. You feel a need, right? Um, so I went back to school. I'm at Carlos Albizu University in Miami. Um, I am in graduate school. I am working on my master's. I actually start practicum next semester. So I will start seeing patients. And we're going to start working with um, patients that have suffered trauma and PTSD, working with the fire community, working with EMS, and line of duty deaf families. So we're going to bring that full circle because I feel like I definitely could go and help now, but now I'm going to have the accreditation and the schooling and everything behind me so I can make a bigger difference.
0: Oh my gosh. Th- there's no absolute way to say you will absolutely be able to make a difference. Um, 2022 around the corner sort of knocking on the door. What is the big plans? What do you see happening at the For Paul Foundation?
1: So um, we are getting bigger and bigger. I mean, we just started with, hey, let's bring, let's do a dinner, right? That's what we, we started. And my friend, um, and my friend Anthony has a, a restaurant and he was like, oh, I'll, I'll give food. And, what uh,
0: restaurant? Who's Anthony? Talk okay, to me so, about this amazing Anthony, friend.
1: Anthony at Antonio's um, in Davie. You know, you've been there. Oh, I've I have coordinated food to be picked up. Yes. He, he will kill me if he hears this because <laughs> he never wants any recognition whatsoever. Um, he will come out and support anything that we do. And when I first, um the first year I knew it was going to be a horrible horrible day for me and so I was like if I can make other people smile and I can make them happy it might make me smile so it was pure selfish um why (laughs) I started doing all of this I was like if I can make other people happy I'll be happy and so um I called Anthony I was like hey I think I want to feed some people maybe maybe feed some homeless people he's like Dawn are you feeding homeless people? Are you not feeding first responders? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're totally right. Why are we not doing this? How do we do this? Do we just bring the food to the station. So I got in touch with um, a good friend of mine, Mary, um, who's a, you know, you know, Mary. Yes. Um, she's a commissioner in Weston. And I said, hey, um, we're thinking about feeding. Can I feed some fire stations? And she said, no, no, no. Why don't we have a dinner? And I said, okay. So uh, Bonaventure Town Center was amazing and they opened up a room. We had firefighters and police officers, and they're crazy, um, came out and had the dinner. The next year, you know, the next year, it went into a big dinner with over 200 people, sit-down dinner for scholarships, $1,500. Next year, we have um, planned the largest room that they have they've given us um for june 4th so please put that in your calendars and come out it's a free event for all um all firefighters first responders paramedics um it's a great dinner jason was there he'll vouch for it Yep, I um it was uh, a good dinner and we're going to be giving away our scholarships hopefully this year we'll give away more scholarships
0: Yep,
1: i'm hoping that we can do maybe six scholarships instead of four okay um that's what i'm working on and then we're also working on we have directors now in almost every state i have 42 of the 50 states I have directors in that if something goes wrong there's a line of duty death someone's injured on the job they need help I have a contact in every state now Well, 42 states we're, we're, looking, we're in there, yeah. I'm looking at you in know, North Dakota no um so we have uh, you hear that North 40- Dakota we need a rep <laughs> So we have, um, you know, directors, and we just want to be there for the Line of Duty death families. You know, we were, um, luckily enough, we were at the EMS Memorial this year. We hope to go back next year um, and be there to support them and support the Line of Duty death families there. Um, we're just growing and trying to make a difference. That's no, there's that's no, no question
0: you guys are making a difference. So in order to make a difference, first of all, there has to be a desire to to reach. And you and your board is amazing. So the team that you've surrounded yourself with, that is a part of your executive board, um, what a great group you have. Thank you know, what a great group. And so with that group, their desires there, the focus is there, the ability is there. And now... It then turns into how do we facilitate getting additional community members opportunity? Well, it turns into what donations and what type of venues and sponsorships that come around. So, uh, I'm sure there's plenty people out there that were saying, how do I, partner with the four Paul. I want to I, I've um I wanna give, I want to be a part, I want to send some of my financial legacy to to the next generation to move forward. How did they do that, Don?
1: Um, so they can reach out to me um on my cell phone. I will always answer my phone and give, give them your number. It's nine five four five four zero zero two six eight. Um you can also go on their website, um the 4 dot
0: um
1: you can donate there as well. And we have a lot of events coming up that we could use sponsors for and we could use um we do raffles you know at the dinner if it's something as simple as like a gift card to your restaurant we'd love to promote your your business um as being one that does support the first responder in the ems community um we would love to have you and we can give you like a little sponsorship on our website and talk about you and tell everyone how great you are and how you you know support fire and ems and sure we would love to do that
0: yeah no it's it's wonderful um All I can say is, wow, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that happen in one's life and to take it and then to bring it to the level that you have done is absolutely amazing. Tell us what is does Allison want to be when she grows up?
1: So my daughter, um, Allison, is 10 and she for the longest time wanted to be a surgeon. Um, you know, her and Paul, he was in nursing school when she was five and they would work on the flashcards together. And she knew all about the human body from head to toe before, well, I don't even know some of the (laughs) body parts that she knows and some of the organs. Um, but she, she, she has changed her mind now because of the tragedy. Um, she said, I don't ever want to tell anyone that their family member is dead, that I wasn't able to save them. So I really would like to be a medical examiner. Wow. So starting at age seven, she has now wanted to be a medical examiner. She bugs everyone about it. I know Jason has been asked numerous times yep. if he can get her a uh, a walkthrough or a tour of the morgue. Yeah. Um, she really yep. wants to get yes. in there. Yes. Um, and she is just, she's fascinating. She's just an amazing child. Yes. I mean, for everything that she's been with, you know, she comes out to all of our all of our events, and she helps out as well. Um, she had started her own little little thing with children that she was working on with animals and kids called Hand to Paw, and you know, we're trying to to help you guys with the therapy dogs, so we can yep. you know roll that in. And that's a big thing that Allison is is involved in. She really wants to see that happen. So, um, medical examiner, it is. Um, it's neat. not it's my neat. cup of tea, but you know,
0: she is definitely she have a enamoring child. Worry
1: yeah. about anybody's talking back to her.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I want to say is for the listeners and viewers out there, there is a lot of opportunity to partner. And when you're partnering, you're not just reaching your local community. You're really expanding across the complete country with the 4Paul Foundation. We appreciate you immensely. I know that uh, the Surfside organization when you went down there with your uh feeding feeding everyone like you guys did three in the morning (laughs) i mean just the outreach is amazing and there doesn't seem to be a no in the the staff's um verbiage it's hey we got this okay we'll make it happen and uh and Mm -hmm. saying that you all make it happen. Reach out to the Four Paul Foundation or Don, and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for being with us. Oh my gosh, thank you, Jason. We would not be where we were uh, if where we are, if it wasn't
1: for for local one and especially for you. No, nope, I mean, you guys we are awesome. Just wouldn't be there. We're
0: glad to partner with you and your team, uh, Broward County. Stay strong. Have an outstanding day. Bye bye.